What's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading the stream and listening to me ramble. Encyclopedia Hip Hop Podcast. I'm eclectic. Um, these days in music, it seems like every track has some sort of singing or rhyming in it. Whether it's a collaboration of some sort, or artist is doing both, the singing and the MCing, for better or worse. Where did it all begin? Soon. There'll be like a new list where I'll discuss like the greatest hip hop R&B collaborations. But for now, I wanted to shine some light on the origins of the subgenre. There was a time when hip hop was viewed as a fad, a passive fashion, something that wouldn't last until, you know, kids picked it up, used it as our voice. Um, Mainstream media then took a hold of it, but not before real music began to tap into it and sell more records. It didn't happen overnight. In fact, it was a slow process with only like rare collaborations. So these are the more significant early occasions when R&B met hip hop. I should go in reverse order, but I'm not. First, and this is crazy, but the first two um, when R&B met hip-hop and, and singers and rapping, the first two, not black people and not men <laughs> and these women did both. So in 19... 19- 80, you had Blondie's Rapture. Blondie was the group, Debbie Harry was the singer, MC. Um, so basically, um, Fat Five Freddy took her out to the Bronx and showed her what was rap at the time. And um, she came back, she was inspired, and made the joint. Wrote, wrote the lyrics. Um, <clears throat> her and her, her partner wrote the um, lyrics. And it became a classic. Everyone embraced it. And see, this is the difference back then. Even though, yeah, hip-hop and rap was, was young, but nobody was like, oh, this is white girl rapping. Well, get her out of here. Or how dare she or anything. It was just, no, oh, that's dope. And and now it's a classic. Um, Karis One did um, did a take on it. And um, a lot of people, a lot of people love it. Fat five, Go out at night, eating cars, you eat Cadillacs, Lincoln's too, 
earliest one that I got that I'm going to give you. Um, not to be outdone. Maybe the same year. Maybe. Uh, maybe a little bit later. <clears throat> Square Biz. Tina Marie. Tina Marie came up with Square Biz. She rhymed. She sang and rhymed on the song just like Debbie Harry did. First time I ever heard of Hot Water Cornbread. Incredible song. It's crazy, but also, not one person was like, um, why is um, Mary Brockert <laughs> sing, 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 uh, rapping? Nobody tried to get her out of there. Now, granted, she did have the, the Rick James stamp, but still, nobody cared. Everyone loves Square Biz. And again, later on down the line, the firm made firm biz. So it was um 1980 is when R&B and, and, and hip hop started started getting in with each other. people that are listening to this can say, well, then after that, this happened. But I'm going to tell you, it wasn't until 84, like four years later, where I heard something else. And that was, I feel for you. And then, again, this is probably the first one that featured a singer and an MC because the first two they did, they pulled double duty. So, this is 84. And it's probably the most popular one that I'm going to give you for the rest of this list. <laughs> um, everyone knows of Feel For You by Shaka Khan. And they know the video with Turbo and Ozone. Um, most people might not know that the song is a remake and written and recorded by Prince in 79. But um, it featured Grandmaster Melly Mel. And even though Melly Mel's contribution to this song came from the single Step Off, well, not he used on Step Off, it counts. Show you how I rock the jaw all night long, but when the rock 
with Shaka Khan. I just said, a Shaka Khan, let me rock you, let me rock it, Shaka Khan. I said, a let me rock you, this all I wanna do. Shaka Khan, let me rock you, let me rock it, Shaka Khan. I said, a let me rock you, cause I feel for you. A Shaka Khan, won't you tell me what you wanna do? A do you feel for me the way I feel for you? A Shaka Khan, let me tell you what I wanna do. I wanna love you, wanna hug you, wanna squeeze you too. So let me take you in my arms, let me feel you with my charm, Shaka. Cause you know that I'm the one to keep you warm, Shaka. I make you more than just a physical spell. I wanna rock you, Shaka, baby, cause my name is Melly Bell. Yeah. So, because he referenced this song, going step off, but it comes. Now, the next, what, three, four, I'm pretty sure you've never heard of. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you about them anyway. 1988, greatest year in hip hop music. You get Don't Rock That Boat. Don't Rock That Boat is Midnight Star. That's an R&B group. Been recorded since 1979 or 80. They had the um, Freakazoid song, Wet My Whistle, No Parking on the Dance Floor, Midas Touch. You should look into those if you know. If you know. Um, but in 88, they released a song called Don't Rock That Boat, which featured Ecstasy. Rest in peace from the hip hop group Houdini. Let me tell you a story about a girl and a guy. The guy was too fat, the girl was too fly. They'd been together for a very long time when they felt the sense of change in the state of their mind. They had a true love, but they just didn't know how to talk to one another. So the feelings could show to each other. They wouldn't be both. Had to ruin that rope. Had to rock that rope. This type of collaboration was unheard of at the time because. Even with Shaka Khan's single, Melly Mel didn't perform his part in the video. Ecstasy was in the video, and then he was on the song, and it was, it was a thing. Also in 1988, Lucy's Rap. Lucy's Rap in 88, funk legend, previously mentioned, Rick James, teamed up with Juice Crew All-Star Roxanne Shantae and released Lucy's Rap. Made a little noise on the charts and it was the first hip-hop R&B collaboration to feature a female MC. Repeated about two, three times, but still. Lucy's rap. Then, one you've probably heard of. 1989, Friends. Friends by Jody Watley. Slept on a little bit, but significant in hip hop history. Not only it was one of the first songs that featured an R&B singer and MC, but 
it featured the God MC, and it was his first collaboration rhyming with anyone, um, and his only for like decades. <laughs> the song was on Watley's second single from her Larger Than Life album in 89, Rakim's verse included um, an interpolation of his classic I Ain't No Joke single. we got anything else until 91 and that's where I'm going to stop it because then after that everything took off but um 91 we got feels like another one one of the most celebrated singers of our generation Patti LaBelle ventured towards hip-hop with the release of her um feels like another one single featuring King Asiatic Nobody's Equal Big Daddy Kane and at this point, LaBelle's prime for a comeback. Big Daddy Kane was already loved by all the women. Match made in heaven. Helped Patti LaBelle go gold. Probably would have been remembered better, if at all, if it were a younger artist. However, it was made. Feel like another one. 1990. So may I address you with a little bit of the tenderness It takes a form of relationship with the cleverness You know the date of these feelings begun I said then, <laughs> it feels like another one So Those are, in my opinion, the earliest times When R&B met hip hop If you remember these songs If you have any early memories um, Hit me up Encyclopedia HH, Twitter, Instagram, which which had the best or the worst MC performance? Let me let me know who had the best the best um, verse, the worst verse. But um, anyway, that's what I got right now. I appreciate you guys listening. Until the next time, hip hop. <laughs>